up, everybody? We're making our grand return. We are one day. We're recording this on Wednesday before the eve, the eve of game one of the NBA Finals between the Boston Celtics and the Golden State Warriors. And I'm very happy to be joined by Brett. Brett, what is going on? How are we doing, man? It's been a minute. What's cracking? It has, man. It's been way too long. But I think we've got a pretty good finals coming up here. So, yeah, it's about time we 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 talk about it a little bit, man. Then uh, that that Miami Boston series was was pretty stressful as kind of a Boston fan, uh, but I'm <laughs> glad we got out of it. And, uh, and now we get to play the Warriors. <laughs> but uh, but no, it's it's a really interesting matchup. Uh, two teams that are, are very different and, and very similar at the same time. If that makes sense, we can we can get into it a bit. But but man, it's good to be back talking with you. I, I think it's just been a couple of weeks, but it feels like forever. So uh, so yeah, hope all is well with you, man. It's uh, it's all good out here in Hawaii, that's for sure. It is, man. It is. I'm currently uh, battling a little bit of a sinus infection, but we'll be okay. You know, dude, I had to uh, I had to hop on, dude. So, I mean, where do you want to start, man? I, I'm. This is a very intriguing matchup. I mean, I'll kind of give my thoughts. Like, I, I'm very excited to see this Boston team play a, a healthy team. And that's no disrespect to Boston at all, dude. I think that they have Damn, been. Damn, you got to start with that. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. That that's that that's not a knock. Like, look at look at my team, man. We 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 don't win an NBA title last year if Kyrie doesn't get hurt. Like, I'm I'm fully aware of that you you know my saying. Like, it's your best ability is your availability. But like, I I didn't really understand Boston's game plan in in the Milwaukee series. I know we didn't really get to talk about that, and I definitely did not did not understand their game plan against Miami. It, it just felt like. They were a step slow, I think, from a talent perspective. On paper, they were definitely the better team. Like I, full disclosure, I I also lost a lot of money on that series, so um, I'm I'm a little bit bitter. I, I had boss. I I just didn't know really what was going on, and I'm their talent. It feels like so. It kind of feels like to me watching that they're playing down to their. T- they're not playing. Wait, you so you bet. Talent. You bet. You bet. Are you like, talking about the Bucks series, right? I'm talking about just against Milwaukee, and it, well, Milwaukee is a little bit different. Like I thought, but you, what you didn't put money on the Heat, did you? I had money on Boston. Okay. I but like I didn't think that series would go seven. Like I thought whatever happened okay. in Game Six was just ridiculous. And then yeah. obviously I was sweating it out on Sunday because we almost had an all-time collapse. Like I, I swear to God, if Jimmy Butler hits that three, Boston is probably not in the NBA Finals right now. And Man, can I talk about that for a quick second? Sure, go for it. Because like, I, was, I was pretty critical of the shot, like, you know, on Twitter and in our group and everything. And, like, I think people kind of interpreted it, interpreted it as me, like, how can I say that? Interpreted it as me uh, blaming Jimmy in some way for the loss. Like, that's not at all what I was doing. Like, that series would not have been close if it wasn't for Jimmy. He was the best player in the series. Uh, he was fucking awesome. I just okay, so I'm not gonna lie. When that ball left his fingertips, I thought it was going in. Okay, so like maybe it's it's kind of funny me saying that I still think it was a bad shot. It was the wrong shot. It was the wrong decision because I I really did think it was going in. But I just think that you know Jimmy should have stuck with kind of what he had been doing all series, what had been working for him, and that's going to the rim. And uh, I thought I thought he had a. Uh, a pretty good opportunity to do that there with just Horford back, kind of backpedaling on an island in transition, semi-transition. And uh, I, I thought Jimmy could either get a layup uh, or an and one maybe, or, or at the very least two free throws. I mean, he, he gets a pretty favorable whistle uh, for whatever reason. Guys just foul him 
Uh, he's tough to stop. He, he goes hard. So I I, I would have thought that was a better a better play. But I do understand the logic that that people have said, and you know that that maybe he didn't want to go to overtime because he was exhausted and because he didn't think the Heat could well in, in, could sustain in that. But though, like it, he was wide open. Like I mean, the, the, he, like it was. It's a tough it, shot though, because that's that's different than just like a catch and shoot sure, and rhythm. Sure, like that's like, that's off the dribble, stopping on a dime in transition and pulling right up. And like he, it was a pretty, you know, he probably could have taken another second and and had just as clean of a look. So, you know, I don't think like I'm not saying he should have like you know pulled it out and like tried to set up a, a play or something like that. Like it was definitely like that was the opportunity to strike. I just thought going downhill would have been a little bit better of an option. But again. As a Celtics fan, like I was shitting my pants when that thing left his hands because I, I, I did I think it was going in. I and you know what, man? Like, too, I, we, we are I, having a much different discussion right now if that shot goes in. I know. Well, the, you know what? The, the, but that was the other thing I didn't love about it was because even if he does make it, Boston still has like 16, 17 seconds and they're only down one. So, like, a two or That's two free throws wins it. So, like, he, it's not like, like if there had been four seconds left, I think there would have been more logic to just going for the win if you really didn't want to go to OT. But in that situation, it was like Boston still would have had a lot of time. Um, but then then, then I thought about it some more after. And I'm like, you know, sometimes I forget, like I used to play this game. And, um, and, and putting myself in his shoes as a basketball player, it's like, hey, man, if you're feeling it, if you're really feeling, feeling that shot, you're, feeling. You're, the, you're the best player on your team, probably the best player on the court in that game. And you're feeling it, you know that that you can drop that shot. Hey, man, go for it. So I can't hate him for it, and uh, and he was fucking awesome. So I just wanted to give him a shout out and sort of clarify, like, well, I didn't think it was like, you know, on paper, I guess, like the 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 right play. Like, hey, man, if he was feeling it, more power to him. I'm glad he took it, I guess, and I'm definitely glad he missed. <laughs> but but yeah, that was nerve wracking as hell. But uh, sorry for the the tangent there. But I just wanted no, to no, clarify no, that a little bit. That's fine, but like that's why I'm excited about you know these NBA finals because just because like I want to see Boston, I, they're playing an offense that they haven't played before in these playoffs. Um, as as good as Giannis is, you could tell Milwaukee's offense was missing Chris Middleton. As good as Miami was, I mean, you could tell we. I think we talked about it before the playoffs started, even a little bit in the playoffs. The reason that I wasn't very high on Miami was because their entire offense is really kind of. I mean, Jimmy Butler did step up, but it really depended on Tyler Hero. I thought a little bit way too much, and obviously he goes out with with the pull groin. And I just want to see, you know, Marcus Smart. More so, not even really Marcus Smart, to be honest with you. I really want to see Tatum and, and Brown go against Golden State's wings. It's going to be fascinating to me. I think Boston has done a pretty good job of attacking weak defenders. I, I think Tatum mm-hmm. and Brown just go in and have a field day, mm-hmm. and I'm just excited to see how their defense goes up against Golden State's offense. Like that's that's the one thing that I'm looking forward to and I I, I can't wait for it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean exactly, dude. It's like yeah, where where do we start? Like I, I agree with you. They've definitely had some success. I think they had some success against um some of the guys on, on Milwaukee, obviously like Grayson Allen. Tatum was destroying him. And then uh, you know, obviously in the first round you can go back to those Brooklyn, those little guys, like they they killed them. And then even against Miami where they started targeting Miami's smaller guards that were out there. Like, and that's kind of the Celtics. Like, that's what they do, man. Like they have these two big, you know, Tatum's probably six, eight, six, nine Brown's six, 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 seven, big athletic wing creators. And they have two of them. Like not many teams have that. And, uh, 
And that's sort of how they capitalize on that advantage is, you know, they're just going to hunt the the weaker guys out there. And, um, and, and like golden state's interesting because they're probably the second best defense in the league to Boston. Like overall, they're, they're a great defense. You know, they have been pretty much all season. They've got Draymond, obviously one of the best defensive players in the league. Wiggins has really stepped up. Looney's a good defender. Like they're, they're a great defense overall, but they do have guys that can get picked on when you look at Steph and obviously Jordan Poole. And uh, I swear, Jordan Poole, like I said something in the first round that I was like, you know, I think he's like an average defender. Like he's pretty solid. Um, but, you know, he was play, we're playing Denver. And ever since then, he's been, uh, oh, he's been, he's been getting killed. It's coming he's, out already. He's, we're not no, even he's 10 been, minutes in. He's been getting killed. Jordan uh, Poole, and then I think, uh, I think Clay, like, I don't know if Clay's a guy you can just like hunt. I mean, he's still, you know, a big dude who's a very smart defensive player. But I think to some extent, you know, Clay doesn't want to see Tatum in, in, in an isolation. So, that's going to be interesting because you have this great defense overall, but there's also a couple exploitable uh, components to it when, when you see it from Boston's perspective. Like, you know, they're, they're just going to hunt Poole and, and Steph uh, relentlessly. And I think they're going to be able to get those matchups uh, almost whenever they want. So uh, we'll, we'll see how much that evens out. But I think that's going to be, you know, we're going to see a lot of that, I think, right off the bat. Yeah, I do too. And I, I don't think that Boston is going to be able to get away with, like, as good as – I've certainly hyped up Tatum. I think he is right around – like I said he was a top five player. I think he's fifth uh, in the entire NBA, and I think that's pretty good. But, I mean, I don't think in this series Boston can afford to have Tatum score 10 points. I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty crazy because against Wes Matthews, old man Wes, he had 10 points. And against old man PJ, he had 10 points. God, I wish PJ Tucker was so far. Like, I, I just – I think for me, like, that's, again – from a from a straight betting perspective, it's like Tatum. What are you doing? Like, I even think I saw you you said it too. Like, what the fuck is this guy going like four for? Yeah, you know, I don't know. I have the numbers off the time. I have four for eighteen four and scoring. 10, I know he scored ten points, and it's just it's just it's mind blowing because both games that he struggled like that, the Milwaukee barely won and uh, Miami barely won, and it's just like I, I feel like if Boston played up to their potential, I, I think that, you know, they're, they're going to win the title. I'm just not sure if they're going to be able I, – I don't think they're going to be able to get away with some of the stuff that they got away with Miami and Milwaukee, how they're going to get away with this against Golden State. Yeah, Tatum can be frustrating, you know, as great – and that's why I probably don't have him top five or fifth. Well, look like, at you. Be higher than that. Like, no, I mean, he's probably like six or seven, and I think that's what keeps him out. It's like – is that he's prone to those games. Like I, I think the stat that I ran through Stathead uh, a couple weeks ago was like, it, it was, uh, you know, regular season games of 33% shooting or worse on 15 plus field goal attempts over the last three seasons. And unsurprisingly Tatum was number one. And then you run that through the playoffs. And I think he was number two to Paul George. So like, it's not, like, like our eyes aren't deceiving us. Like he really is prone to these just horrific. Yeah. Like you said, like four for 18 type of games. Like it, it just, it's like every five games it happens. It, it feels like, and yeah, it's frustrating. And and you're right, man. Like can't get away with that against golden state. Like, and, but you know, it's going to happen, man. Like he's going to have at least one of those games in the series. I'll be shocked if he doesn't have at least one uh, horrific game. And obviously if that happens, you're going to need, Jalen and Marcus to really uh to really step it up but but yeah I think Tatum's gonna gonna have some some pretty favorable matchups uh on switches getting those smaller guards on him on occasion I think he's gonna have plenty of opportunities to 
to really get going. And usually with Tatum, like once he sees the ball go through the hoop enough times, whether it's on free throws, layups, dunks, whatever, the three-point shot kind of starts falling. Uh, and, and yeah, that's that's going to be a big thing in this series for sure. You know, it, it, it's funny you bring that up, you know, because I know I said that he's top five, and I think you're spot on with maybe six or seven or, or eight or right around that range. Because I remember in that Milwaukee series, it was game four. I was at that game, and I think George Hill played him well for like a game and a half. And I remember looking at my dad and being like, dude, what is Tatum doing? I'm like, does he not know that George Hill is like 38 years old and he's like six inches taller? You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. dude. You have a matchup, and he was like he was doing a step back thing, and then finally in game four in the second half, you just saw him. Just he just went at George Hill, George Hill, George Hill, George Hill, and it, it's it's one of those things. Like I don't know, it, it's crazy because on one hand I can convince myself like, hey, this is he's growing into this, he's learning, you know, blah 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 blah. But then there's another side of me that's just that that I can talk myself into it. It's like, dude, you you you've been in this league a while now. Like you have to understand when you have a matchup advantage like that and you're the best offensive player on your team and your team is relying on you, like you have to exploit that. You know what I mean? I, I thought in a couple of those games against Miami too, it was kind of the same thing where it's like, dude, you've got this matchup that, that you could just get by this dude every single time. Like you've got to take advantage of that. And I, I think that if, I mean, I kind of just basically gave my finals pick. I, I think if, if Tatum is locked in and Boston plays to their potential, I, I don't see – Golden State beating them. I just don't know. It's a game before. I haven't bet it yet. I do have a couple side bets on Boston, but I just I don't know. I worry if if Boston is going to be able to sustain that compared to what Golden State is going to be able to do. Yeah, I think um, you know I think a lot of it's going to come down to turnovers. Like so, it's it's interesting because the ball over a shit ton. Like exactly, it's crazy, dude. Exactly. They both they both turn it over a lot, and it's kind of like. They're kind of like different types of turnovers in a way. Like with Golden State, it's just like the the passing, like some of the passes that they attempt to make. Uh, you know, even Steph can get pretty wild with some oh, of those yeah. passes. Draymond, oh, yeah. like you know, they'll get picked off a lot. Uh, and then Boston, I think it's it's the ball handling. You know, because their starting five is Marcus Smart, and then you have Jalen and Tatum, and like none of those three guys are a great ball handler. Like Jalen's real shaky. Tatum can be pretty shaky. Smart can be pretty shaky. Like, and um. You know, I'm I'm a little bit worried because like you saw clearly like in the Miami series, like they had a they had a mandate. It was like if Jalen is dribbling the ball, you get down low and you swipe, 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 yeah, swipe. They were doing it all series. It was like clockwork. As soon as Jalen starts dribbling, they start swiping. And, and you watch them against other guys, and other teams like they don't like that's not always like what, how you want to. You don't always want to just be reaching and swiping as a defender. You'll get called for fouls. Like but when you have a guy like Jalen with a really suspect handle, like that's what they were doing. And. And Golden State's got a guy named Gary Payton Jr. who is going to be back for the finals, and uh, he he's pretty good at that that kind of defense. And he gets down low, and he's strong. So they're they're going to be uh, definitely swiping away. Um, I'm I'm a little bit worried about that, uh, but yeah, it's interesting though because again, yeah, both both teams turn it over kind of in different ways, and both teams are good at forcing turnovers. The Celtics are really good at forcing turnovers. So like, I think the Celtics are going to force a lot of turnovers. My concern is that. While they may force even more turnovers uh, from the Warriors and the Warriors do from the Celtics, I'm not sure that the Celtics can capitalize on those turnovers, can punish them for those turnovers at the same rate that Golden State can punish them. Because like I always say, the best defense against Golden State is a good offense. Because if you miss shots or turn it over, they're going to get out in transition or semi-transition. You're not going to be able to set your defense and they're just going to bury you with their shooting, with their creativity, with their finishing, all the things they do well. 
But if you have a chance to set your defense against them, you give yourself a chance. So, of course, the Celtics need to make shots, and, and of course, they need to minimize turnovers because if you're turning the ball over left and right against Golden State, they are going to kill you. And if you're missing yeah. threes left and right against Golden State, they are going to kill you. Uh, we've seen teams, you know, we saw the Bucks do this against Boston, even like when they were, you know, the games where Boston didn't shoot it well, Milwaukee was killing them in transition. And and Golden State is is so potent with that. So that's going to be a really interesting thing, not just who wins the turnover battle, but like who can capitalize more. And I think the answer already to that is Golden State. So it's just a matter of Boston um, taking care of the ball. And I wonder if that's going to mean like uh, Derek White's a pretty solid ball handler. Like, could it mean more more Derek White in the point guard spot? Uh, maybe White and Smart playing together more. Could it mean more Peyton Pritchard? Like, you, you gotta have you gotta play your trustworthy ball handlers. I think against Golden State, but at the same time, you know, you don't want to sacrifice too much defensively. I talked about Boston a little bit, and you know, when you look at Golden State, like, in, especially in these playoffs, like Golden State isn't even close to being tested. How Boston was right? Like they played. They played Denver. That was a snoozer. That was, you know, kind of the gentleman's sweep. Then they let Denver get one. They beat them. I mean, Memphis, jaw was out. I mean, I mean, the, dude, it was just, what was it? Just like a couple weeks ago, we were talking about Golden State getting beat by what? Like 50, full 40 or 50. And here they are in the NBA Finals. And then you have that Dallas series. You know, it, it's, I think Golden State could also be a little bit taken aback by Boston's defense and just how battle-tested Boston is in these playoffs. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm just going to be honest with you. I mean, we'll make our predictions at the end of this pod. I, I do not have a good feel on this pod, on this matchup either way. I could see it going one way. I could see it going another way. I just – I don't know. There's part of me that thinks it's going to go seven. There's part of me that thinks it's going to go six. I, I literally have no idea. But I want to ask you let, – let's talk legacy for a minute here. Steph Curry. St. Golden State wins these NBA finals. Where does that put Steph Curry in your all-time rankings? All right. Well, that's quite a hypothetical. Um, they've got they've got a long way to go. But if I said if he wins, I said if, if they win. That wasn't a hypothetical. You should you said if you should have said if because oh, I'm sorry, said. I didn't say it. I forgot <laughs> that I'm talking to a Boston homer right now. Um, hey man, I like he'd be if, if if all that you know if everything goes perfectly for the for the Warriors and stuff. I'll say that then yeah, he's probably like a top ten player of all time. Like it's huge. It's huge for because. Because it's been a few years, right? Like, when was the last one they won? Was 18? Yeah, I think so. So for that core, the only other team that's really done that is the Spurs, right? Where, like, I think, what did they? What did the Spurs go between 07 and 14? Yeah, let me, I'll with look the, I think pretty much with the same core. I think they won in 07 and then again in, in 14. And that was you know, Duncan Parker, Ginobili and, and coach pop. So like, and that was incredible. Uh, and this isn't that big of a gap, but it's still like four years and it's clay missing, you know, like 980 days or whatever. It yeah, ended they, went, up being. They, they went, they went 99, 2003, 2005, 2006, and then 2014. And they got there in 13 and lost. No, they won. It was 07, right? Cause didn't the heat win in 06? Uh, maybe why is this lying to me? Yeah. Hang on. Yeah. Wait, the Heat won in 06. The Spurs it was 07. You're right. In 99, yeah, yeah. 03, 05, 07, and then 14. So that's a seven-year gap. But, like, that was incredible. Um, and this is this will be along the same lines. I mean, if they could pull it off. And uh, it's it's the same three guys, but it's, like, it's, it is a much different team. And I think, I think that's important to keep in mind, too. Like, this isn't those Warriors. This is a more fun Warriors team to me. Like, 
they're really fun to watch. First of all, like the Jordan Poole fun factor and the, the Wiggins resurgence, like, and like, they're not the juggernaut that's like unbeatable. Like most people did not have the Warriors pick in the finals. Like it, you were in a very small minority if before the playoffs, you had this Warriors team making the finals as good as they were at the beginning of the season. And everything. So this is not that juggernaut unbeatable Warriors team. And I think that makes them a little more fun. And I think it makes this finals a little more fun. Like they're, they're just a good story. They're a fun team. If I wasn't a Celtics fan, I would for damn sure be rooting for the Warriors. If they were playing, not for real, if they were playing, yeah, if they were playing any other Eastern Conference team in the finals, it would be a no-brainer. I'm rooting for them because they're a really good story. Poole's probably my favorite player. One of them for sure, obviously. And uh, and the Steph thing's cool, man. Like I've always said, when it's all said and done, when they all hang them up, depending on how this last, you know, fifth of Steph's career goes or last quarter of his career, however long he plays, like you could maybe look back on his legacy and and you could maybe be like, like, I like his legacy better than LeBron's. Like maybe it's not like on paper objectively better, you know, if you're giving points to each accolade and award and accomplishment, maybe it doesn't add up to me more, but I think you could look at it and be like, and consider all the context and you might be like, that I like that one better. And so needless to say, I think like, I think he is going to go down as a top 10 player. And I think this would probably do it. But again, man, that they've got a long ways to go, man. Like this is not that Warriors team. Like I'm not that I'm scared of them, but I'm not that scared of them. It's not like it's the 17 Warriors or the 16 Warriors or something like that. Like I, I like the Celtics chances here. And it's like for a number of reasons, um, excuse me, drinking these, um, Michelob Ultra organic <laughs> seltzers. <laughs> you laughed when I said Michelob Ultra. You laughed before I even said seltzer, bro. Because that's like a a double whammy. Um, they have zero carbs, zero sugar. You gotta. Get I don't even know how that's possible. You gotta get those Topo Chicos, man. What are those? Dude, it's like a tequila seltzer. How many carbs? Oh, gee, I don't know, dude. They're good though. <laughs> They're good though. I'm just playing. But I had the zero carbs. So I was like, yep, I'm getting those. I've had them a couple times now. They're not bad. They're not bad. You better not delete this and keep this in there. Dude, you got to get those Tapo Chicos, man. Come on. I know they're out there in Hawaii. I think that's our next sponsor, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got, I got a stat for you real quick about stats. Right, yeah. If he wins his fourth championship, only 10 p- players would have more as a top two player on their title teams. Russell, Kuzi, Havlicek, Kareem, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, George Mike, and Magic Johnson, Tim Duncan, and Kobe Bryant. That's a pretty good list to be on, man. And, oh, by the way, he's the greatest shooter ever. I mean, if they somehow – if they can win this, I don't – I just don't feel comfortable saying that. But, like, okay, I get we're talking in hypotheticals hey, here. I, I get it. No, I get it. I get it. You got to put your homerness away for – come on, dude. I, I yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Absolutely. No, I, I mean, like, this would maybe be his – greatest accomplishment in this sense like i know you could look at him like revolutionizing basketball you know blah 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 um, but uh, but 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 like just from i guess in terms of a title like this could be the one that kind of carries the most weight um just because it's been all those years and it's with a new squad and like one thing has stayed the same and it's it's steph's team um like even when they had durant like i always said durant's their best player but it's it's steph's team and uh it's still steph's team and it's like tom brady-esque Almost like just even getting to the finals with all that they've been through. It's, it's, it's pretty amazing. I respect the hell out of them. And again, I'd be rooting for them if they weren't playing the Celtics, but uh, I've got a stat for you. Let's hear it, baby. Since Steve Kerr took over as the Warriors head coach, only one team in the NBA has a winning record against the Warriors in the regular Boston season. Celtics nine and seven, baby. So 
Oh. And no, and for real, like we, the, we, I'm not going to say that the Celtics have had, uh, have had some success against, <laughs> against the Warriors, but yeah, I think, I think the big X factor for the Celtics is going to be Robert Williams. I think anybody who watched the heat series could see that he wasn't near 100%, especially when you looked at game seven, like, I think he was maybe like 50, 60% of himself. I don't know. I don't know how you really quantify that, but it, he wasn't close to his normal self. And uh, it's like, if you could tell me, if we were getting game seven versus Miami, Robert Williams, this whole series, I don't know if I could pick the Celtics. But if you told me we're getting fully healthy Robert Williams for this whole series, I'm picking the Celtics all day. Like, I think that's how important he is to this team with what he provides. Golden State has been pretty much getting to the rim and scoring in the paint at will throughout these playoffs, especially against Denver and Dallas. Memphis had Jaron Jackson Jr. Like that's some rim protection there, obviously, for sure. Uh, but they weren't really playing Adams. He was kind of the only big guy a lot of the time. And, uh, you know, he they, he definitely had some success against them. And I, I still think Memphis probably could have had that series if maybe if Jaw doesn't get hurt, if, if Dylan Brooks doesn't doesn't go all Dylan Brooks. Um, for, for, but but I, <laughs> I still think Memphis probably could have had that series. But like other than Jaron, like they really haven't faced like a, a serious rim protection in the playoffs. Like Dallas had nothing. And, uh, and Denver is one of the worst rim-protecting teams in the league, obviously. And the Celtics with Rob Williams are a very good rim-protecting team. And uh, and so I just think – I think that's going to be a, a big part of it, man. Like not just not just his his rim protection in itself, but like what that allows um, Boston's wings and guards to do defensively. Like he, he's like a safety net defensively where like – he sort of enables them to to play more aggressively, to play more physically, to get up get up more in the face, worry less about the drive, put two on the ball, like double Steph or whatever. Uh, like he he just he, they they have so much more freedom to to play aggressive defense when he's out there on the back line, where it's like okay if if they get by the Celtics perimeter defenders, like Rob is still back there protecting the rim, which is very important against Golden State because they've been finishing really well in the playoffs, and again they've just been. Just been scoring like they were getting to the rim at will against Dallas, and uh, so that's going to be a whole new look for them. Assuming Rob is is healthy, and then you know you look offensively, he's not, maybe not equally important, but he's extremely important um, as Boston's only real lob threat. So like you know that keeps the defense honest. Where you know it's kind of the the trade off where like maybe Golden State can't be quite as aggressive can't be just doubling all the time, can't be playing so physically and up in, up in Boston's face because, like, you give that guy a couple inches, he's going to slip to the rim and, and you know, from the dunker spot, and they're going to throw up a lob to him, and he's going to finish it all day. Like, he's this beautiful, like, release valve like outlet on offense where, like, even if it's, like, a sloppy, dead, broken possession, like, you know, you could throw it up to Rob and he might save you. That's happened a lot this season. So it, it, it's on both ends. Um, you know, it's weird saying, like, but I don't know, man, I, I really think, other than Tatum, he could be Boston's or maybe smart, assuming like the defense on Curry. But he I, he could be one of Boston's like three most important players uh, this series just because he's their only elite rim protector and he's their only lob threat. And I think those are both areas of great importance when you're trying to beat the Golden State Warriors. And he's the only guy that really does that. Um, but, yeah, I think I think assuming he's healthy, like the rim protection between him, Al Horford. Um, even Tatum at, at six nine is a is a pretty good you know rim protector. Uh, I think that's going to be a look the Warriors haven't really 
seen yet. Like they're not going to be getting those same layups they've been getting all playoffs. They're not just going to dance in and get that easy Jordan Poole, Steph Curry layup. Like now Rob Williams, like will not let that happen. And uh, Tatum and Al can, can hold their own there too. So that that's a key. Most, most the the rim protection uh, and, and then, and then just Rob Williams is hell overall. And I don't know, man, it's like, he's playing, like he's been playing. So it's like, I don't think they're risking further injury by playing him. I think it's just swelling or discomfort or like pain tolerance. And, um, these other series have been every other day they're, they're playing and it's like, that's tough, man. So in, in, in the finals, we were just talking about it before we went on, like game one is Thursday, game two is Sunday. Like there's at least two days between every game in the finals. So that doesn't seem like a huge difference, but with, with something like with what Rob's dealing with, um, it could be just that extra day or two between games could mean all the difference when it's just like some kind of slight discomfort, but you know, yeah, we don't know exactly, but but that, I think like, it can't hurt. Especially because games three, four, and five are all every other day. Well, no, I take that back. Friday, Monday, so, so they do get two days off that weekend. But I mean, yeah, I I agree with you, Robert Williams. You need Robert Williams to be the Robert Williams that we saw in the regular season, and not Robert Williams that we've seen in these playoffs this far for Boston to win this series. I, I'm totally in agreement with you. I think Tatum needs to not have one of these games. I think Jalen needs to try and control the turnovers a little bit. Like I, like, as we were talking about with his dribbling, I also don't think, you know, if Marcus Smart, unfortunately, isn't able to go in one of these games, I don't think that that's going to help Golden State a lot, especially with Marcus Smart's defense that he can provide on Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Jordan Poole. So I think they need him. But I don't know, man. I know, I know. We're getting to the end here. We got to make our picks. Like I said, I, I've got money on Boston. I, I just don't know if they can keep this up, man. I, I really don't like they. And on paper, they should. They should. But they can't have one of these games or two games like this. I tell you, man. Like, like Looney, dude. Looney's been dominant. I don't think that's going to be the case against Boston. Like, he might I don't, I, dude, hold up, hold up. I got to defend my Milwaukee brother here, dude. He has been dominant and he's been good and he's a warrior great. and he's been there before. He may he may not have 20 points, 25 points, but I think he'll be able to hold his own. I mean, he will he's he's important, but there's a few things with Looney where it's like you know, and again it comes back to Rob Williams. Like Looney's been obviously dominating the offensive glass, right? Like creating hella second chance points, second chance opportunities. Rob is the Celtics best rebounder like by far if you look at you know rebound percentage Celtics need him man like he's, he's probably their best chance at, at neutralizing Looney let's go a step further Brett let's go a step further I, I think it kind of sounds like you and I are in agreement on this if if Kevin Looney outplays Robert Williams what happens in this series Mm, probably the Warriors take it man like it could come down to you that think, you think Robert Williams is that important in this series I do. I think he's extraordinarily important. Like I'm tempted to say like second only to Tatum in importance, but like, like he's, he's as important. I thought he was, he was super important in the Miami series too. And I said as much before that series and sure enough, like the games where he played great went Boston's way. Uh, the games where he didn't look good were, were, were pretty sketchy or the game he didn't play, but, and that, that's a completely different matchup. And that's bam out of bio. Like now we're talking about Kavon Looney and um, he's just been dominant. Like Dallas, is is such a small team like you know Dwight Powell, Maxi Kleber like those guys like Looney Looney dominated man I was so impressed I thought he was so good in that series but that's gonna be a key for Boston man is keeping him off the offensive glass and I just think Rob Williams is probably their best chance 
at doing that. Not that they they can't rebound well without him. Not that they can't protect the paint without him. But like they're they're a much different team with him. He, he's he's an X factor. Like if ever there was an X factor, it's it's Rob Williams. Like that's what I think of when I think of the term X factor. And um, yeah, man, Looney. Uh, and then the other thing with Looney is like he's a non shooter, and and then Draymond is kind of a non shooter. And then what if they're playing Gary Payton? Like I know his three point percentage was good this year, but I still kind of think of him as like a guy you don't have to worry about too much out there. And uh, and if they have him out there for defense, and either Looney or Draymond or both of them are out there, and then you only have two real shooters on the court, then Boston can can probably shut those guys down. And you know what I mean? Like I just think I think Golden State's best offense is like to have three or four shooters out there, and um. And Looney's Looney's not that guy, so I, I think it it makes Boston's job as a defense a little bit easier. Uh, the fewer shooters that you have out there, so it's just a question of like, does Looney's rebounding defense, uh, just overall intelligence, I guess, kind of outweigh the fact that he's not even remotely a threat as a shooter? Um, because like you're gonna have Draymond out there, and then yeah, the Gary Payton thing's gonna be interesting too. How much do they play him? You know, like because. I think he'll get some minutes. I, think I, I don't get, think they're going to just throw him out there. I, I think it, it goes to your point. I mean, they need to – he needs to play, especially in this series, with certain guys because otherwise his offense is going to be is going to be bad. And I think the key for this series, for Golden State winning, is that their offense has to be on point. Like I – we didn't get a chance to talk about the end of that Milwaukee series, but Milwaukee shot the ball like shit from three basically the entire series. Miami kind of the same way. Like, I don't know if you're going to get that with Golden State. And I think for Golden State to win, they have to sh- 12, 13 threes a game. That, that's that's how many I think they have to make each game for them to win. Yeah, I mean, Boston faced a really tough offense in round one. Like, I know that the Nets weren't at full strength, but well, still. I won money on that series, baby. But still, that was a pretty potent offense. Like, they put up some numbers uh, in some of those games. and uh, But, yeah, Milwaukee and, and Miami was more like – you know, I think that works in the Celtics' favor in that those were elite defenses, right? Like right. that that conditioned them to go against an elite defense. And like, they were the like better they offense. Can, Boston was the better offense in both series. Yes, and Golden State's a better offense than any of these teams. So, exactly. yeah, Boston hasn't seen that yet. And it's like – but again, like that elite Golden State offense is like Curry, Poole, and Clay together a lot out there. And – if those guys start getting hunted to death, like Curry and and Poole, like do they go with Gary Payton? And then when they do, what does that do to you know their offense? So it's like this trade off. Like, can you survive with Curry, Poole, and Clay out there together against the Celtics, against the big wings, Jalen and Jason? And if you can't, and you got to dip into your bench and Gary, then you lose something offensively, and then then you're not as scary of a team. So it's it's kind of a trade off, man. A lot's gonna fall on Draymond. Um, defensively, especially, that's for sure. He's going to have to have a, a vintage Draymond series. Uh, I don't doubt that he can do that. But I, I'll say this, man. I think it's going to be a very, very good series. Like, I let, think let it's going to be. This, I, I yeah. got to ask you this type of Yeah, yeah. Game seven in Golden State. Mm-hmm. Let's just say Golden State wins by 10, but Jordan Poole has like 45 points. Are you. Are you immediately like right after the game, like shedding a tear, 
putting it on I'm, uh, Twitter, like I'm going. Right. I'll tell you what I'm immediately doing. Immediately afterwards, are you putting the uh, Jordan Poole jersey on? Let's go. That's my boy. No, no, no. I'll still, I'll still have my Celtics jersey on, but I'll be going on eBay to sell my Jordan Poole card collection if he has 45 points in Game Seven. I'm, <laughs> I've got a. Uh, I've got quite a few Jordan Poole basketball cards, as you can imagine. I've got some pretty rare ones. I bought them when nobody believed in the kid. People thought he was out of the league. I stocked up. So you I've did. Got a, you did. You've been I've got a, I got a pretty nice you. collection, uh, and that would be my first move if he scores 45 in game seven and they win. I'm going straight to eBay, and I'm selling all that shit. You won't, you won't feel like a little vindication like no, that. No, I would. I, I'd be – he. hey, man, he's probably my favorite player. He's probably my favorite young player or whatever, like – that, like I said, I'd be rooting for them against anybody else. Um, but that was like a silver lining. Cause I was, I wanted Dallas to win. I had money on Dallas, like, you know, to win the finals and a uh, long shot bet. But uh, so I was kind of rooting for Dallas in that series, but it was a nice silver lining when Golden State won. I'm like, Hey man, like my favorite players going to the finals. Like it's all good. So this is going to be a really fun finals for me. So yeah, I'm hoping Jordan pool balls the fuck out, but the Celtics take it. But you know, a seventh game would not surprise me. I, like, if you want my official pick, let's hear it, man. We're, we're about to end here. Let's let's hear. It. I, already know the, I already know what team it's going to be. Yeah. No, and I just I, I'm going to pick the Celtics in six. Like, I think the Celtics. Oh, you're sandbagging Bucks in six, copycat. <laughs> well, I mean, seven's possible, but I just think uh, I think they would close it out in Boston. You know what I mean? And uh, I just think they match up really well with this team. Like, like Marcus Smart is as good of a defender as you could hope for on Steph, right? I mean, he's the defensive player of the year. He's a guard. He's going to guard Steph a lot of the series. Like that's, I'm not saying you can shut down Steph. If he's red hot, there's nothing you can really do, but you you couldn't hope for a better guy to put on him. That game is coming this series. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm sure it will. Like, and dude, if he's red hot all series, like you probably don't stand a chance. Like you just have to guard him as well as you can. And, and hope he's not in like his ultimate zone for all however many games. Like it's you know you know you're going to get at least one of those games. Now he hasn't been shooting it as great you know this season or this playoffs, but you know it's that's still there. And they have and Pool and Clay can get just as hot too. Like they're a fucking terrifying team. Um, and if all three of them are cooking, like forget about it. So it's like you can only do so much um, defending them. But but again, Smart is is the guy uh, that that you would want on him. And, and just just Boston like. I always say they, they have no weak links defensively. Like you they can go you can go seven deep and there's no weak links when it's Rob Williams, Al Horford, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Grant Williams, Derek White. Like that's seven like really like clearly plus defenders. No other team has that. Like as great of a defense as Golden State is, they have weaknesses. They have Poole. They have Steph. Um, Clay, you know, probably a weakness at this point. Like but the Celtics don't have any weaknesses. So like that uh that's a big part of it for me, especially against this Golden T- Golden State team. Like why I'm I'm extra confident in them. And then and like I was talking about before, just the the rim protection I think is uh is big. Like if you can stifle what Golden State's been doing at the rim, uh that that's huge. That shuts down a lot of what they want to do. So um yeah, man, it's just uh as long as they can keep the turnovers in check and, and capitalize on the ones that they do force or the just unforced ones that Golden State's gonna make. Um, I, I feel pretty good about their chances. And I honestly, all homerism aside, like that's who I'd be picking. I think they're, I think they're, I like how they match up. I don't even want to say they're the better team because it's like Golden State would be the better team against a lot of teams. The Celtics would be the better team against a lot of teams. But in this matchup, when they're playing each other, I like how it looks for Boston 
a little bit better. So yeah, so I'm gonna go Celtics in six for my uh, my official prediction, man. But it's gonna be a great series. Like there's no doubt about that. I think it's gonna make up for all the the blowouts that people have been complaining about in the conference finals and throughout the whole playoffs. Everyone's like, oh, it's not enough close games, and it's one one team wins by twenty, the next team wins by twenty, the next. You know what I mean? I think this is gonna be a, a genuinely competitive finals, and it wouldn't surprise me at all if it was, um, you know, one of the the few best finals we've seen in recent memory, last 20 years or whatever. It's a good one. It's the matchup I've been wanting to see. I think it's the matchup that most people have been wanting to see. I think it's the matchup the NBA wants to see. I think it's going to get better ratings than any other potential matchup that there could have been. Well, not the matchup I wanted to see, but that's neither here nor <laughs> um, I feel you, man. I feel you. I, but hey, man, this, like the Celtics getting through them, like that. Uh, that's a big part of why I'm so confident in them. Like They've beaten some really scary teams. Even if there's been injuries, those teams are still scary. That's true. No, That's true. And, yeah. and, and, and just going back to my like, Boston shouldn't feel bad about Milwaukee being injured or Miami being injured. Like, dude, it's just, dude, it's, smart it's, it's, Smart and Williams have been injured. Like, your, and, and your best ability is your availability, dude. And like I said, Milwaukee won a title last year because Kyrie Irving got hurt. I have, I will admit that till the day I die. I have no problem admitting that. It just, indeed, it, it is what it is. But it, I, it goes uh, without saying, though. It's like it's not, it's not even worth talking about because, like, you could look at. Go back to any playoffs you want and look at the teams and like everybody has injuries. Like you could, you know what I mean? Like every playoffs you could look at as being like, oh, well, if so-and-so hadn't gotten hurt, like literally every playoffs ever. And it's the majority of teams. And even the Celtics this year, like Rob Williams coming off a meniscus surgery and has missed seven games and is has looked banged up in half the games he played. Smart missed time has looked banged up in the games he's played. Like even the Celtics haven't been totally healthy. So it's like, yeah, I think it applies to most teams in most playoffs ever, and it's just the way it goes. And like, I don't like even thinking about that. It doesn't mean I don't think Middleton or Tyler Hero are super important parts of their team. Uh, but like, Middleton's a little bit better than Tyler. Let's. I don't want to talk about that Milwaukee. Nah, no, it goes without saying. I uh, I don't know, man. I, I I like I said, I put a future bet on Boston. I I just trust Golden State a little bit more. I think this is going to go seven. I think Golden State wins in seven. I would not at all be surprised if, if Boston wins to your to your prediction in six. Um, I just I trust Golden State a little bit more. I, I'm not sure if, as I said throughout this pod or earlier in the pod, I don't think Boston is going to be able to get away with a Jason Tatum ten point game. I would be very surprised if that happens and Boston still wins. I agree with you. You know, Robert Williams has to outplay Kevin Looney for Boston to have a chance. I mean. I mean, I'm kind of joking, but not really joking. It's gone. We've been 45 minutes in, and we're, we're going to end this probably in the next couple of minutes. But we haven't even talked about Andrew Wiggins. I think he's been really, really good for for Golden State. I think you kind of trust him out there a little bit. He's the guy, like, because you know Boston's biggest advantage, like I said before, is their big wings. They have these two big athletic, and Wiggins wings. is a big wing. Wiggins I mean, is a big athletic wings. Like he's in the same, in a sense, he's in the same mold as Jalen and Jason. Like he's almost, you know what I mean? Like so. Like he's going to be relied upon heavily uh, defensively and uh, and also to attack. And, and so, yeah, I, I, he's, he's a big X factor. Like he could be, he could be the X factor for golden state. Um, could be. I, I don't know. I, I would say like in the, in the same thing that, that we said about, about time Lord and Looney, like, I'd say Jalen Brown needs to outplay Wiggins, and you could be like, oh, well, I, of think course- I think I, I mean, I you could say, of course, he's going to because he's an all star, and well, hey, Wiggins is an all star too, but uh, 
Actually, Jalen wasn't an all-star this year. Wiggins out-all-starred him, didn't he? But uh, He did, but Jaylen, I most basketball fan knows Jalen better than Jalen. Most people would agree that, yeah, yeah, that Jalen's a better player on the Boston Celtics. Jalen's a better player, but like, yeah. no, I mean, you could take it lightly, but I, I really think like that's another key. Like, I think Jalen has to be better than Wiggins because I think I think you know what you're getting from Jalen. He's been pretty consistent these playoffs. Yeah. And so if Wiggins is better than that, Boston's in trouble. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, if Wiggins, has, if Wiggins is better than Jalen's been – Throughout this playoffs, which I think Jalen's going to be in the finals, Boston's in trouble. So, in that sense, I think Jalen needs to to outplay Wiggins. If if you know what I'm saying, it's a fascinating series. Series, man. Like I said from the top, yeah. I, I'm great coaches, great fans. Great coaches, Come on, great fans. Boston has not seen a team shoot the three ball like this all playoffs. Nope. I I can't wait, man. I think it's Golden State hasn't seen a defense like this this playoffs. Maybe ever. I don't know if this oh Steph has ever God. seen a defense Maybe. like this. Oh. Oh Mike, okay, okay, we gotta end the in a playoff off. series. The homerism is coming out over here. Here we go. <laughs> this is an all-time defense, man. Make no mistake. I don't know. I, I think they're tailor-made to oh my god to, to, to Boston, give the Warriors a fight. If, like if Boston know? wins this series, we're gonna get. I, I already know what we're gonna get from you. We're gonna get the. This is one of the greatest <laughs> Boston Celtics teams of all time. It's gonna be. Then the debate's gonna be: Is this better than the 08? And I can all. I can already hear it. I Summer break is here. I can't wait. NFL season is right around the corner. Brett, I love you, dude. This has been awesome. We're going to do some Facebook Live stuff throughout this series. We'll try to get a – we'll definitely yeah. probably record before. As Brett said, we have game one on Thursday, game two is Sunday. We'll definitely get a recording in there probably Saturday or, or Friday night or something like that. But, yeah, dude, we'll uh, we'll be here recording, uh, live stream and doing all the things. Brett, I love you, buddy. Good luck this series. And uh, Bucks and Six, we'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you.